Welcome to Zichru Daf Siman, member by Ram Goldhar, and there Masachar Zvav Kama Daf Chav Zayin. The end of the second parak, Kates and Regal, and the beginning of the third parak, Hamaniach. The third parak has been generously sponsored with Zechar Nishmas, a Rav Yitzchak ben Mergal Lambek, So the three topics are going to focus on them. When Rabbi said, If one placed a coal on a person's heart and he died, he's not liable for murder since the victim should have removed it and caused his own death. If he placed it on someone's garment and it burned, he is liable. The owner did not remove it, intending to demand payment afterwards. Rabbi found sources for both rulings. A Mishnah teaches that if one held someone down in fire or water, and he could not escape and die, the killer is liable. But if he could have escaped, he's not liable. Another mission teaches that if one says, ksusi, shvor kadi, tear my garment or break my jug, he is liable for doing so. The allowance does not absolve him of liability unless the owner added amanas liftor, on condition to be exempt. Rabbi asks if one would be responsible for placing a call on someone's slave or animal and concluded, Avdo Kagufo, placing a call on a slave is like placing it on one's body. Since the slave should remove the call, he harmed himself and the other person is exempt. Shoro Kamamono, his ox, which lacks the intelligence to remove it, is like his property and he is responsible. Pointing to the third peg begins, If one left the jug in Rushus and someone else came and tripped on it and broke it, he's exempt for paying for it. If he was injured, the owner pays for the damages. The Gemara asks, He should have watched where he's going and should have to pay for breaking the pitcher out of negligence. Three circumstances are given where the pedestrian is faultless. Number one, the owner filled the air with pitchers and one cannot pass without breaking them. Number two, it was dark and they could not be seen. Or number three, the jug was near a corner and he couldn't see it beforehand. Papa points out that in the first case, he would even be exempt for deliberately smashing the jug. Rabbi Ula answered the question differently. He's not liable because it's not the way of people to focus on the road as they walk. And pointing with Rav Chissa sent a question to Rav Nachman about a water cistern owned by two people. And when one was drawing water on a day which was not his and refused to stop, his partner struck him with the handle of a shovel. Rav Nachman declared, Let him strike his partner a hundred blows with the handle. For although Amaraim argue, if one may enforce the law himself, but Makum Seda Avid Inish Dinulanafshe, where he would suffer a loss by waiting to go to court, such as here, where he would not know how much water his partner took, everyone agrees one may enforce the law himself, where a loss would not result from waiting, Rabuda says, Lavid Inish Dinulanafshe, a person cannot enforce the law himself, but must go before a judge. Ravanakman holds one may enforce the law himself, the came the Bidinavid Lotarh, for since he's acting according to the law, he need not trouble himself to go to court. This Malchokas is discussed extensively on the next daf. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi said, If one placed a coal on a person's heart and he died, he's not liable for murder since the victim should have removed it and caused his own death. If he placed it on someone's garment and it burned, he is liable. The owner did not remove it, intending to demand payment afterwards. Rabbi found sources for both rulings. A mission teaches that if one held someone down in fire or water and he could not escape and die, the killer is liable. But if he could have escaped, he's not liable. Another mission teaches that if one says, tear my garment or break my jug, he is liable for doing so. The allowance does not absolve him of liability unless the owner added amanas liftor, on condition to be exempt. Rabbi asks if one would be responsible for placing a call on someone's slave or animal and concluded, Avdo Kagufo, placing a call on a slave is like placing it on one's body. Since the slave should remove the call, he harmed himself and the other person is exempt. Shoro Kamamono, his ox, which lacks the intelligence to remove it, is like his property, and he is responsible. Pointing to the third peg begins, If one left the jug in Rushus Rabim, 
and someone else came and tripped on it and broke it, he's exempt for paying for it. If he was injured, the owner pays for the damages. The Gemara asks, He should have watched where he's going and should have to pay for breaking the pitcher out of negligence. Three circumstances are given where the pedestrian is faultless. Number one, the owner filled the air with pitchers and one cannot pass without breaking them. Number two, it was dark and they could not be seen. Or number three, the jug was near a corner and he couldn't see it beforehand. Papa points out that in the first case, he would even be exempt for deliberately smashing the jug. Rabbi Ula answers the question differently. He's not liable because it's not the way of people to focus on the road as they walk. And pointing with you, Rav Chisa sent a question to Rav Nachman about a water cistern owned by two people, and when one was drawing water on a day which was not his and refused to stop, his partner struck him with the handle of a shovel. Rav Nachman declared, Let him strike his partner a hundred blows with the handle. For although Amaraim argue, if one may enforce the law himself, but Makum Seda Avid Inish Dinulanafshe, where he would suffer a loss by waiting to go to court, such as here, where he would not know how much water his partner took, everyone agrees one may enforce the law himself, where a loss would not result from waiting, Rebuda says, Lavid Inish Dinulanafshe, a person cannot enforce the law himself, but must go before a judge. Ravanachman holds one may enforce the law himself, the came the Bedinavid Lotarh, for since he's acting according to the law, he need not trouble himself to go to court. This Malchokas is discussed extensively on the next daf. Alright, so now we go to Simon Daf Chavzain, and our standard Simon is a kazoo, which is a toy instrument that children blow into, which makes a buzzing sound. So here goes. The boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tipped over a jug that another person left in Rushus a rubbing and fell right next to a cistern where one partner was getting hit with a shovel for drawing water on a day, which wasn't his. Once again, slow motion. The boy playing his kazoo, kazoo, that must mean we're a daf chavzayin. The boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart, which reminds us, Rabbi said, If one placed a coal on another person's heart and he died, he's not liable for murder since the victim should have removed it and caused his own death. If he placed it on someone's garment and it burned, he is liable. The owner didn't remove it, intending to demand payment afterwards. So the boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tripped over a jug that another person left in Rushus Rabim, which reminds us, the third parak begins, If one left the jug in Rushus Rabim and someone else came and tripped on it and broke it, he's putted from paying for it. If he's injured, the owner pays for his damages. The Gemara asks, he should have watched where he's going and should have to pay for breaking the pitcher out of negligence. Rabbi Ula answers, He's not liable because it's not the way of people to focus on the road as they walk. So the boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tripped over a jug that another person left in Rishus Rabim and fell right next to a cistern where one partner was getting hit with a shovel for drawing water on a day. Which wasn't his, which reminds us, Rav Chisda sent a question to Rav Nachman about a water cistern owned by two people, and when one was drawing water on a day which was not his, and refused to stop, his partner struck him with the handle of a shovel. Rav Nachman declared let him strike the partner a hundred blows with the handle. For although Amaraima argued if one may enforce the law himself, but Makum Seda Avid Inish Dinilanafshe, where he would suffer a loss by waiting to go to court, such as here, where he would not know how much water his partner took, everyone agrees one may enforce the law himself. So once again, the boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tripped over a jug that another person left in Rishus Rabim and fell right next to a cistern where one partner was getting hit with a shovel for drawing water on a day, which wasn't his. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah chazar. Daf Chav Gimel. So the simmer Daf Chav Gimel is Kugelach.
So here goes. When the fire-loving Kugelach champ, Kugelach, that must be more on Duff, Chav Gimel. When the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, which reminds Rabbi Yochan holds that besides fire being considered one's koach, his force, he also holds one as responsible for it as his mamun, his property. So when the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, his pieces went flying and hit the mouth of a cow eating grass off of Nizak's property, which reminds us, the Mishan Duff Chaf Alf based Todd, that a dog which ate someone's biscuit, its owner is responsible. The Gemara explains that it was eaten on the damaged party's property, thus qualifying as Ubir Besteacher, and it consumes in the field of another. The Gemara says that this resolves the following inquiry, that Pipar Kachatsu Anizik Dami or Kachatsu Amazik Dami is the mouth of a cow inside the damaged party's property considered the damaged party's yard, so the owner is liable, or the damager's yard and the owner is not responsible. This mission proves it's considered the damaged party's yard, because if it's considered the dog owner's yard, he could say, what's your bread doing in my dog's mouth? So when the fire-loving Kugelach champ tried playing Kugelach while holding a fiery arrow with a fiery coin on its point, his pieces went flying and hit the mouth of a cow eating grass off of Nizak's property, which had bitten three people on three different days, which reminds more brings Malchokas, Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Meir regarding what makes an animal muad and how does it revert to being a tam. Daf Chav Dalad. So the similar Daf Chav Dalad is a pitcher, a cud. So here goes. The pitcher maker. Pitcher. That must be more in Daf Chav Dalad. Cud. The pitcher maker who was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day, which reminds us, Ramir explains why he holds a mood can be established from three incidents of damage in a single day. If its space is goring over multiple days, its owner is liable for full damages. Then if it gored three times close together on one day, is it not certain he should pay full damages? So the pitcher maker was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day, was unsuccessful in trying to prove from the attacks that Luyude Sura and not Luyude Gavra, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, on the three days, the Rebuda mentions Luyude Sura, Luyude Gavra, in order to make the ox a mood or to make the owner a mood. Are the three incidents to establish an animal's tendency to gore or to warn the owner multiple times before paying in full? Enough Kaminas where three sets of witnesses testified on a single day about the animal damaging on three separate days. So, the pitcher maker who was furious when the fierce bull attacked his three pitchers once on the same day was unsuccessful in trying to prove the attacks that Lide Soret and not Lide Gavra because he was found inciting someone's dog against another. Which reminds us, Gemara asks, One who incites someone's dog against another person, what is the halacha? The insider is definitely exempt because he caused the damage indirectly, but is a dog's owner liable? Can he say what did I do to the victim since the dog's attack was instigated by another person? Or do we say to him, since you know that your dog is susceptible to being incited, you should not have retained it. Dav Chafei, so the Simran Dav Chafei is a 25th wedding anniversary. So here goes. The 25th wedding anniversary dinner, 25th wedding anniversary, that must be more Dav Chafei. The 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter, which reminds us, in the next mission, Rabbi Tarfin says that Karen damages inflicted in the Nizak's property are chayv nezek shalim, even for a tum. The Chami say he pays chetzi nezek like normal Karen. Rabbi Tarfin attempts to prove his position from a kalvachomer, and the Chami limit the kalvachomer based on the principle of dayo. So the 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter. And then the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dio by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which reminds us more questions how Rabbi Tarfin does not apply the principle of Dio since the source for Dio is from the Torah, from the Parsha of Miriam being quarantined for only seven days, not 14. 
The Gemara answers that he agrees to the principle of Dayo, but holds it does not apply to Heiko the Mafri Kavachomer, where the Kavachomer would be nullified. So the 25th wedding anniversary dinner was a disaster when a bull charged into the restaurant and kicked the waiter, and the husband tried to explain to his wife the concept of Dayo by spitting on a picture of their daughter, which happened to be placed on a mat. That was Tame from a corpse, which reminds us, Ravachim Adifti asked Ravina that a Brysa does not apply Dayo, even where it would not nullify the Kavachomer. A Brysa derives that a mat, which is not a container, can contract Tuma from a corpse based on the Kavachomer. Davchavav. So the similar Davchavav is a military coup. So here goes. When the soldiers in the military coup, coup, that must be more Davchavav. When the soldiers in the military coup searched to find the owner of the ox that trampled the young child to death to make him pay kofer, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, If an animal through Rego trampled the child in the yard of the Nizak, killing him, what's the halacha regarding whether the owner pays kofer? Do we say that just as Karen once said Samud, or Chehu, it's his habit and he pays kofer, so Rego would pay kofer as well, or perhaps kofer is only paid for Karen, which is Kavanaso Ahazik, intended to harm. So when the soldiers in the military coup searched to find the owner of the ox that trampled the young child to death to make him pay kofer, they were able to find him breaking pot after pot in his sleep, requiring him to pay Nezek and not Daladvarim, which reminds us the next mission states, Adam Mu'ad Olam, a man is always Mu'ad, and pays Nezek Shalom, ben Shogig, ben Mezid, ben Er, ben Yashin, whether he's awake or asleep, Simas ein Chavero, if he blinded his fellow's eye, Veshibar Sekelim, or broke utensils, he pays full damages. The Gemara notes that the Mishnah groups these last two cases together to teach that just as when breaking Kalim, he only pays damages because no other payments are applicable, so too when he blinds or otherwise injures someone unintentionally, he only pays Nezek and not the additional four payments for injuring a person, Tsar Ripui, Sheves, and Boshes. So, when the soldiers in the military coup searched to find the owner of the ox that trampled the young child to death to make him pay kofer, they were able to find him breaking pot after pot in his sleep, requiring him to pay nezek and not daladvarim, because he was lying next to the man throwing putts out the window toward a pillow, which a soldier had just moved. Which reminds us, if one threw a utensil from a roof, and there were pillows and cushions beneath it on the ground, and someone else comes along and removes them, or he himself came ahead and removed them, resulting in the utensil breaking on the ground, he is putter from paying, since at the time he threw it, his arrows were stopped, meaning his act of throwing would not have broken the utensil, since the pillows were on the ground. One is not liable for removing the cushions, because this cause of the damage was indirect. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we learn a person who damages Bishogeg pays only Nezek? Not Daladvarim, that's on Dav. Chavav. Good number two. Which of the one, if someone tripped over a jug left in Rishus Rabim and broke it, he doesn't have to pay since it's not the way for a person to focus on the road as they walk, that's on Dav. Chavzain. Good number three. Which stuff do we discuss what the halakha is when someone incites someone else's dog against another, that's on Dav. Chavdalad. Good number four. Which stuff do you learn if one placed a coal on a person's heart and he died, he's not liable for murder, since the victim should have removed it and he caused his own death? That's on Duff. Chavzayin. Good number five. Which stuff do Melchizedek will be talking about the Chachamim, whether Tam in Rishus and Nizak pays Chatzin Nezek or Nezek Shalim? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff to discuss what the halacha is if an ox tramples a child to death in Rishus and Nizak, whether he has to pay kofer, that's on Dav. Good number seven. Which stuff to when the Rabbi Yochan holds that one is high for Aish as one's koach and mamon, that's on Dav. 
Chav Gimel. Good number eight. Which of the women that one can enforce the law himself, such as in the case where a partner is taking water from a cistern on a day, which is not his, that's on Dav? Chav Zayin. Good number nine. Which stuff we have the question if the mouth of a cow is considered Rishusa Nizak or Rishusa Mazik? That's on Dav? Chav Gimel. Good. And number 10. Which stuff we have the case of throwing Kalim out of the window down onto a pillow and a person takes a pillow away before the Kali hits the ground? That's on Dav? Chav Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Goldhoff from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.